I'm Chris Lindstrom, and this is the Food About Town podcast. In episode 85 of the Food About Town podcast, I had Brandon Vulai from Frankly and Emily Hesney from iHeart Rockover to talk about this year's best of poll for the city newspaper. We went through each of the food and drink categories and talked through talked through all the contenders, uh, who each of us thinks should win. Uh, a lot of interesting categories this year, and I'm glad we went through the exercise. I think we had a good time doing it, and at the very least, I really hope you go to the City Newspaper's Best Of poll, go to their website, vote for your favorites, and make sure you do Food About Town for Best Podcast as well. If you did, please share it out uh, and tag me, Food About Town, on Facebook, at Stromy on Twitter and Instagram, and yeah, I'd like to do this next year, so... Throw some feedback my way on how we did this, if you want to change the format, or just how the whole thing turned out. So, thanks for listening, and make sure to get up to the Best Of poll and vote for all of your favorites. Alright, so it's fall time, and... As I've mentioned in some of the prior podcasts, the City Newspaper's Best Of poll is out now, the final ballot. And as always, I'm cajoling, and I haven't bribed anybody yet. Maybe I'll bribe somebody coming up to vote for Food About Town for Best Podcast. But part of what I wanted to do last year and what I'm actually doing this year is going through the food and drink places on the list and telling you who I think should win and if somebody else should have been on that final ballot. So to do that, uh, I brought in a couple people tonight. Um, why don't you introduce yourself? You've been on once before. Hi, I'm Emily Hesney. I'm from the website I Heart Rock, and we interview Rochesterians about what they love about the city. Perfect. So good person to have over. And, and I'm Brandon Vulai, and I'm one of the founders, along with Chris, of Frankly. Wow, isn't that a thing? That's a thing. So... Uh, 30 seconds to one minute. Let's talk about Frankly for a minute just because I've talked about it before. But why don't you do it? I've talked about it on here before. Oh, why don't I do about it? So <laughs> put him on the spot. So put me on the spot uh, when you're a pitch guy, right? That's why you're here, Chris. <laughs> um, so Frankly is a food networking platform that connects users to the farms and restaurants and the restaurants to the farms. Um, and how they're being used. So we wanted people to be able to really discover how the restaurants were sourcing and maybe where their favorite farms were distributing their food to. Perfect. I think that's a pretty good description. I hope so. <laughs> All right. So before we were starting, I mean, since it's fall time, we were talking for a second about pumpkin beers. And Emily was thinking about bringing it over, and she thought she was going to get judged. Um and then it's I, I find it an interesting topic before we dive in, just because this is this is the time where everybody's been up in arms about pumpkin spice because it's been becoming higher and higher peak pumpkin spice every year. And I think we're we're I think we reached peak pumpkin spice last year and it seems to be going maybe downhill a little bit this year. I think it's gone downhill in quality. So <laughs> So hear me out. So everyone judges pumpkin beer harshly, and I don't think that's fair. Because there are some really good pumpkin beers out there. And, of course, there's a lot of crap. There's a lot of people cashing in on pumpkin spice beer. But there's places like Dogfish Head who are doing pumpkin and Southern Tier who are doing pumpkin. 
And those are two solid pumpkin beers. And of course, there's others out there too. Yeah. And I think um, my point with pumpkin things, I'd never like pumpkin spice. But when they use pumpkin as a real ingredient, I actually kind of like it. But my biggest problem with the whole style is that it's typically very malt heavy. There's not usually a lot of bitterness and a lot of other things. It's just very smooth. Yeah, it's a good fall beer. Yeah, it's it's too nice. <laughs> the one I'm drinking right now is by Two Roads, and it's called Rhodes Mary's Baby. So I bought oh, it solely awesome. for the punny name, but it's aged with like a barrel rum. Kind oh, I of didn't. Thing. You, you should have so brought that. Now that sounds awesome. Yeah, that you should have brought, Emily. <laughs> now Two Two Roads is another is one of these breweries that's gotten a lot of. They've starting to pop recently. Mm-hmm. So. One, respect. Very cool. And, um, yeah, I mean, doing extra and having it aged in a barrel makes a lot of sense. That sounds delightful. Yeah, Southern Tier's kind of gone all in on their pumpkin this year and, and previous years. I, I remember when um, my wife and I first had pumpkin, probably oh, oh, 09 at this point, right? I think that was maybe one of their first years they did pumpkin. Wow, it's been and, a long time, yeah. Yeah, and it was difficult to find. You you had to buy your pumpkin by August to even think about drinking it in, in October. It's like it's like reserving your heritage turkey right. nowadays at a farm. <laughs> and you have to buy your turkey in July. <laughs> and nowadays you see pumpkin out until you know February. So, and, and at the same time, I also think it's also slipped in quality a bit, and just maybe just due to the mass production of it, it's um, tough. It, it, it it's tough, right? Like, props to Southern Tier for continuing to do that. It's, it's still a good beer. Um, Maybe I'm being nostalgic too. <laughs> Always has a little bit to play in it, um, but they do all sorts of pumpkin right now. They have a cold pressed coffee pumpkin. They do a rum barrel pumpkin, and there's probably three or four others that I'm missing out, and maybe more even on tap at the brewery that they don't bottle. I mean, that's a, that's a good idea. I mean, that's the way to capitalize on it, not just adding the volume, but trying different things. Which I think that's the fun thing about all these kind of beers is you get to try different flavors, you get to try different breweries, what their take on it is. Um, yeah. Anyways. I, I just thought that was kind of an interesting thing since it's fall time. And I'll talk fall can I throw bit. one more pumpkin oh, tangent? Oh, absolutely. In? Please do, Emily. So you were mentioning that you like pumpkin and not pumpkin spice. Absolutely. I hear at Canadian McDonald's, they have straight up pumpkin lattes. It's just pumpkin and no pumpkin spice. And I hear they're very good. That sounds interesting. I'm sure, and I, I say this with all respect to people that make delicious milk coffee drinks. I hate all of them. You're a real coffee guy. No, no, it's it's <laughs> I I'm one I milk disagrees with me personally, <laughs> which makes it harder to do. And I I think for me it's I think they're delicious, but again, I think that statement where it's a, it's a little too easy for me. Mm-hmm. I I tend to try and find challenges. <laughs> like the wine we're drinking right now is we're drinking Amontillado sherry, which is nutty and tart and all sorts of weird stuff so that's what we're drinking right now because that's what was open in the fridge right it's weird and this is right up my alley yeah so (laughs) anyways i think we're going to pivot over to the best of list so again if you haven't been to haven't been to the city newspapers website before if you listen to this it'd be hard to imagine you haven't um but it's uh, rochestercitynewspaper.com and there'll be a link on the main page to the best of rochester final ballot um, we're going to try and go through mostly food and drink stuff. If we find something else along the way, we're going to talk about it if we want to. If we don't, we're going to pass over it. And I gave the same basic talk to Brandon and Emily before we started. 
we're not here to be hot taking uh, Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless people. If you listen to sports, that's not what we're here to do. We're not here to bash anybody. Um, but I think it's a, I think it's an interesting exercise to go through the list and see who we think would win, and you know, brief description of why. There's a lot of categories, so we're not going to spend like five minutes on everything here. We're going to maybe kinda, on some, <laughs> but maybe on some, maybe on some. Some of these are maybe a little more contentious than others, at least here in the room. Um, so I think starting, uh, looks like the first first page in the ballot is food and drink. So we kick right off into best pizza. And there's a lot of fan favorites here. These are, you know, the most popular places in Rochester. Mark's Pizzeria, The Pizza Stop, Pontillo's, and Salvatore's. And this is a list, like, I would overhaul completely if I were making the final ballot list, just because my taste in pizza goes to the Neapolitan nerdery side, not the takeout delivery pizza. Yeah, I didn't know you had an opinion on pizza, Chris. It's hard to imagine, right? <laughs> I yeah, can't help myself. I, I think a better name for this category would have been best slice. I, I, I see yeah. it as a different thing than a, pe- than a whole buying a pizza, right? Like, there's plenty of great pizza places in this area. And while I enjoy some of these places, like I usually go to them to get a slice. Yeah, and that's a fair point because it's, I think, buying a slice. I mean, um, they're putting a Salvatore's right across the street from High Tech Rochester. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not going to eventually buy some slices from Absolutely that place. not. Salvatore's is definitely a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely going to be buying stuff. And I'm sure that a lot of people are going to be buying slices from Salvatore's from over there. Emily, are you going to do that? I suppose I'll try one or two. <laughs> <laughs> so of this list, I think for me, Pizza Stop is, they are our quintessential New York style pizza place. And although I have a Pontillo's right around the corner for me, I ended up buying from there reasonably often. I think Pizza Stop's my choice there. I'd say Pizza Stop too. I, I would say Pizza Stop, but I'd also say it, it depends on the Pontillo's. Oh, it's a good point. For, for me, the Pontillo's quality differs vastly between the different Pontillos. The the Basin Pontillos, for me, is one of my favorite pizza places in Rochester. I've heard a lot about it. I actually haven't eaten there. It, it, I mean, I used to work down there, and I used to go there for lunch probably too often. Mm. What well, makes it so much better than the other locations? I mean, it's it's more of a classic New York slice. And the guys running the place, they, they know what they're doing. They know how to make a good pizza. They get you in and out of there, and it's relatively cheap. Interesting. Do you think they use a different recipe, or it's just like I th- baked differently? I don't know if they use a different recipe or they execute on that recipe differently, um, but the pizza is different. It's I, intriguing. I, it's been a while since I've had it because I don't. I no longer work down there, so unfortunately, I haven't tried it in a while. Hmm. But I, I, I used to enjoy it. Interesting. Yeah, it's still somewhere I haven't been. Um, and you know, if we're talking like overall best pizza, I would be putting Fiamma on that list. I'd be putting Fiorella on that list. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and from the looks of it, uh, Amore is doing some really good stuff right now with Neapolitan Pizza and uh, Branca in the Basin, uh, where they have the mm-hmm. wood-fired oven. Uh, I know they've been working on the recipe a lot, too. So there's a lot of good pizza to eat here, eat here in Rochester. And if you want to go back through some of the archives, the Rochester Pizza Guy has done a great job cataloging all of the weirdest places <laughs> here in Rochester when it comes to pizza. So check out his site. Um, next one's Best Burger and... This one's, I think, a, it's a better competition than it has been in the past. Um, we got Bill Gray's, we've got the Gatehouse, uh, Good Luck, and Swillburger, the Playhouse. Um, 
it, it's hard for me not to vote for good luck because that's such an extravagant awesome burger i mean it's a pound of beef they put a lot of work into that burger i got married at good luck so i'm totally biased and i would definitely pick the good luck burger did you really i didn't know Mm -hmm. you actually got married at good luck well our ceremony was elsewhere but the reception was there that's i I just do a ceremony (laughs) right in there did you guys get the burger no they don't make it for like a crowd that big because the timing of getting it out to the tables all simultaneously that's unfortunate yeah so everything was delicious still tangent (laughs) How was the rest of the food at the wedding? It was, was amazing. It, was it, it was awesome? so good. Yeah, one of our appetizers was pork belly, like slow roasted 40-hour pork belly that was delicious. Mm. We had the margarita pizza. and Very nice. All the cocktails and everything were part of the open bar. Like there was no limit of any kind. So, nice. So you made, a, you made a good choice. <laughs> yeah, it worked out nicely. And are you happy to be married now? I am, yeah. My, my favorite part about getting married was not having to plan a wedding anymore. Oh my gosh, it's so great. <laughs> like, what it's, is this free time thing? It's such a relief. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest, my wife did most of the work, so there wasn't a huge release afterwards, but you know, a little bit. <laughs> Probably for her, there was more. Right, and it, it was for you, just like, you don't have to hear about the wedding anymore. <laughs> right, I didn't have to say yes, dear, anymore. <laughs> right, never again. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> so, um... I think this is an interesting list because the Gatehouse is probably the most popular of the fancier burgers place here. Uh, Swill Burger, I love. I mean, I that's one of my go-to spots for quick food. And Bill Gray's is a Rochester institution. And I did say on Connections recently, I don't like the Rochester-style burger that much. You did. I did, which I, I told you it wasn't going to be hot takes. But every <laughs> so often, we're going to throw one in here. Um, so looks like good luck all around here. I, I, I'm between Good Luck and Swillburger. They they both do such a different burger, and they both so do it really good. Um, but it would be between those for me. I mean, if I had to vote on this list, I'd probably say Good Luck. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't fault anybody for voting Swillburger. Completely Not different. I feel like I'm in the minority because I like don't get the appeal of Swillburger really. Like interesting. I, I've never been that wowed by their burger. I, I love a good greasy fry burger. It's it's a very different burger, but it it scratches a different itch. Yeah, and it's, it is completely different in that. I mean, good luck. I mean, I've gone there and split it with two or three people, and mm-hmm. yep. I love eating that. I think for me, I like the Chefy Burger more than I like the Smash Burger style mm-hmm. of Swill Burger, just because I think you get these big, you know, intense flavors. Yeah, right. I don't with, find from much just flavor the in the Swill right. Burger one. Yeah, it's, it's like it's all crust, which I it's it's a great joy to get a crusty burger and homemade toppings and flower city buns i mean i'm not complaining about i mean to me it's all. the difference between a new york slice and a chicago slice like they're completely different animals yeah, that's very true and if you try to pick up a chicago slice it gets all over <laughs> right <laughs> you don't pick those up <laughs> all right so that's burger um best barbecue uh i find this this another interesting topic uh you got dinosaur good smoke sticky whips and texas barbecue joint out in spencerport um, you know, it. I think for this one, for me, it's dinosaur. Um, I find their barbecue scene a little bit challenging. I think they're all they all they're all very rounded places. They're not specializing in one thing, where they're trying to hey perfect one thing specifically. And I think right now that's where my mind's at with most of my food. It's not. I just don't want good at everything. I want somebody to be awesome at something. Um, and I think that's kind of where I'm at right now. I think dinosaur gets the closest to anything there. Yeah, I, I, I've never had a bad dinner or lunch or anything at Dino. Yeah, I think it's that's... It's always great. 
I think that's my criteria for what the place is here. So I like Good Smoke the best out of those. Interesting. So what what do you like about Good Smoke? They have a really great brisket burger that's like insanely delicious and juicy. Maybe that should be in the best burger category. Okay. And they have these moink balls. Like if you have them do a catered event, they catered my brother's mm. high school graduation party. And it's like a bacon wrapped meatball with barbecue sauce. Have bacon wrapped had, meatball with barbecue sauce. You had the awesome. fr- fried so ribs. Good. Fried ribs. So, I, no. so I, I'm not casting my vote yet here. <laughs> I love Dino. Um, good smoke for me. I, I haven't been there as many times as Dino because it's a little bit out of the way for me. Um, but I have been there, and I've always enjoyed my meal. Mm. And they have flash fried ribs that I've, good I've never had anywhere else. No <laughs> one else does it. They have I great mean, mac and cheese too. Yeah, I mean, what barbecue place doesn't, right? Mm. Well, you uh, hope they do. You, you're right. You hope. I'm sure some don't, because every place has a mac and cheese. <laughs> but I've been to a fair amount of places where it's That's just like, oh. it ruins my meal almost. Mm-hmm. Like it's mac and cheese. Just do it right. <laughs> Yeah, so if you haven't been to Good Smoke to try their fried ribs, I highly recommend it. That was probably the favorite, my favorite thing I've ever had there. Yeah, right in East Rochester, really easy to get to out of the city. I mean, mm-hmm. 10 minutes away out of the city. Yeah, easy to get to. super close. Yeah. Um, let's see, best wings. This is I, I always have trouble with this because... Because Chris and I are from Buffalo. We are from <laughs> Buffalo. And I think in this one, I end up going with Dinosaur again. So this is Dinosaur, The Distillery, Jeremiah's, and Windjammers. Now, I haven't been to Windjammers, so I can't say anything about their place. I've heard good things. I, yeah, so I, I haven't been to... I've never been to Jeremiah's, which is probably a Rochester sin. I, I know. But there are um, so many of them. <laughs> they're all over um, the place. I, I enjoy Dinosaur's Wings. I think they're cooked really well. I, they're always great. It's consistency with Dino, and it's they're always good. And it's something a little bit different because they're smoked, mm-hmm. which and I think they season them really well. And it's not, it's not what... We grew up on. Right. I mean, to me, if, if you're outside of Buffalo, you know, smoke your wings. You yeah. Know, don't, don't try and replicate the Buffalo wing because uh, I'm going to sound a little pretentious, but <laughs> every wing I've had outside of Buffalo that's tried to do Buffalo wing is bad. Well, I think that's, I think that's the thing. People talk about Rochester as a wing town. I'm like, I'm not so sure about that. Oh, definitely not. Sp- spend a weekend in Buffalo. Yeah. That's a wing town. I've, I've had some good stuff here, but I've never had anything that made me like excited. I mean, I've I've enjoyed the dinosaur wings a lot, but it's hard it's hard to make me excited without just when you when you've been to the original Duffs and you've you've sat at the greasy tables mm-hmm. and you've thrown your bones in the checkerboard wooden bowls. I mean, you know, yeah, and Duffs it, is far from the best. No, like it's it, good and it's far from the best. Like, yeah, and that's it feels the like beauty home. of it. Yes, it feels like home. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Rochester, and I just kind of shrug at all the wings. I don't, I don't care too much about. Sounds this like one. we have to take you on a trip to Buffalo. It oh, sounds like yeah, it. That sounds awesome. I think I'm actually going to be there on Thursday. Uh, uh, so. I have, a, I have a long list of people I've promised to take out in Buffalo for wings, and, and I probably haven't done yet. So I'll just add you to that list. <laughs> the Rochester wing, <laughs> right? Um, Let's get a shuttle bus. <laughs> a shuttle bus, one stop. <laughs> right. Buffalo wings done. Right. You're all the people that I promised to take out for wings. Um, let's go. Here's it happening. Um, best fish fry. I don't have a ton of opinions on this. I don't go out for fish fry, even though like in Buffalo and Rochester, fish fry is like a thing. Um, I, I, again, this is a Buffalo thing to me. Like I, I think a fish fry is more of a thing in Buffalo. It, am it I wrong? Seem, no, no. I, I, it seemed like it always was like everybody went for fish fry right. in Buffalo. And I, I've been told that it's a thing here, but it doesn't seem as pervasive. As yeah. a North Winton person, I would vote for Captain Jim's. It is pretty. It's a cool spot. 
right on just just on the main street off of Winton. And if you like your fish fry, like most people like it, it's hanging off the plate. It's fried <laughs> fresh. It's it's really it is well done for yeah, what it needs it to is. be fried fresh. It needs to be more than you can eat. It smells it needs so to be good with, when you, you walk know, by. Yeah, semi well cooked fries, not too well cooked, just semi well cooked because that's part of the experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I will throw on this list a place I have been, um, which is it's uh, tied to Great Ocean Seafood on North Street, uh, six fifty eight North Street. Uh, they're related to one of the fishmongers at the public market. They have a Korean grocery store on 658 North Street, hmm. and they do cornmeal uh, crusted fried fish there. That sounds really and good. That does sound good. That's one I've been to more than anywhere else just because I'll go and buy their one of their three different kinds of kimchi. or mm-hmm. And it's like, I like stuff like that. It's weird and weird and odd and fantastic, and it's in an area where a lot of people don't end up going, which disappoints me. As far as the list goes, I think I've only had a fish fry at Old Toad. Okay, I haven't it had fine. it. There. It was good. Yeah. I, I would get it again. So that's the prob- last time I ordered a fish fry at Old Toad, it came with peas, and I, when I wanted regular peas and not mushy peas, they mocked me. Oh. Well, was- right, rightfully so. <laughs> I mean, I lived in England for six months <laughs> for study abroad in college. I know what mushy peas are like. I do not want mushy peas. You've had enough of them. Yes. <laughs> I did not need to be ruthlessly mocked by a waitress. <laughs> <laughs> You've had enough of soft of soft mashed peas. Very sad food. <laughs> <laughs> it's English food. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you basically have two different options. You've got your, I don't know Jeremiah's or Bill Gray's at all, but for the places we've been, Captain Jim's is the modern old toad. You're getting that British style. Um, this one, this is a tough one. Best place for a Rochester plate. This is one of the bigger categories on the list. Yeah, to me, dun, dun, it's dun. yeah. To me, it's not a. It's it's Dogtown. Like, yeah, it's, I, it's I, hands down Dogtown. Dog town. I, I love Dogtown. It's it's hard to beat. They I think they they pay attention to the little things, mm-hmm. which is not the hallmark of a Rochester Hots place. Um, it's quantity and intensity and everything else. Yeah, it's a good middle ground between that you know late night disgusting plate and then the you know the higher end restaurants that try to make a plate. Yeah. Although I do have to say, I mean, I do have to say I like, I've liked both Henrietta Hots and Mark Texas Hots. Mm-hmm. Mark's has a specific vibe at three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> right? Um, and if you're going there at three o'clock in the morning, you really feel like you're having an experience. Same thing with Henrietta Hots. If you're in Henrietta at three o'clock in the morning, it's yeah. it's the place to I, be. I feel like it's a lot like gyms in Buffalo. Yes, where you should really only be there there after the bars close. Explain Jim's stakeout to Emily. Have, oh. and truthfully, I've never actually eaten there. Both of you, really? Well, I, I grew up in the in the that's, suburbs. That's fair. I never went to the city. I mean, Jim's stakeout is a sub place that is some of the best drunk food in Buffalo. And the thing you get there is the Stinger. Oh. And uh, Stinger is a Stinger and a Royal. Those are very Buffalo things. They are. So what is a Stinger? So a Stinger is possibly the best sub invention in the history of mankind. It's a chicken finger sub and a steak sub together. <laughs> Which I it mean, sounds like an enormous amount of food. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> now, now again, when they do that, is it topped like a buffalo chicken, like a finger sub? It's, with it's a little in between. It's more on the chicken finger side. So you're getting a layer of steak, you're getting a layer of chicken fingers. Um, you're getting your oil or mayo or 
blue cheese, um, definitely not ranch. Um, then you're getting your your iceberg lettuce and tomatoes and all sorts of okay, good stuff. Okay, so it's topped like a regular finger sub. It is topped like a finger sub, and there's a layer of steak. Okay. Yep. <sighs> I mean, if you haven't had it, I mean, it's something you have to experience. That sounds like a complete disaster. It, it's a huge disaster. <laughs> and, I mean, if you're there before 3 in the morning, you're you're doing it very wrong, too. Yeah. So, All right, so we're, we're going to say Dogtown for points. <laughs> Dogtown. Dogtown Amen. for points. All right, done and done. This one's going to be tough, I think. Best bagel. Um, we've got Bagel Land, Balsam Bagels, Brownsteins, and Wegmans, which I... Wegmans should not even. No, Wegmans no should contest. not even. So <laughs> here's the thing. I, I don't... I've had good Wegmans bagels, and therein lies the problem, is I've... They are the most inconsistent bagelry. <laughs> bagel, ba- bagelry. I like bagelry. Um, okay, cool. We're called a bagelry. Yeah. Um, that I've had bagels from. Yeah. It's I. I can't go to Wegmans and expect the same bagels every week. They're and, th- and that's a problem for me. Yeah. Um, the other places are all. I think they're all great. Yeah. See, the bagel is the one I feel strongest about. I'm going to go off on a slight bagel nerd tangent for a second here because I do feel relatively strongly about bagels. Um, it's for me, it's, it's hard to get, we haven't gotten to peak bagel here in Rochester yet. Absolutely not. Um, because what we we, don't have rainbow bagels. (laughs) Oh, that's (sighs) joking. Joking. (laughs) Joking. I've never eaten one. All right. Quick tangent to your tangent. tangent. I've had the rainbow bagel. In Queens with sprinkled cream cheese. And wow. it's brilliant. Like, it's <laughs> it's not breakfast by any means. It's dessert. But it's amazing. Is it really? Like, it, it really is. Like, it's by no means bad. It's just if you're expecting, like, a bagel, it's not that. Did you feel magical? Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> it's My hard not, it's hard not to. My husband grew up in New Jersey, and someone he went to high school with, has a bagel shop there in Freehold, and they have mm-hmm. a flaming hot Cheeto bagel that has made I've BuzzFeed. I've that, yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a I'd thing. I'd like to try that. Yeah. Might have to try it next time we go visit his parents. I don't see how that wouldn't be delicious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, the bagels here are good, um, but yeah, we're, I, we're I lagging behind. I, mean, I think that's where we're at. We're, I think we're good. I like bagel and the best. They get some micro blisters on the bagels. You get a little crispness on the outside, mm-hmm. especially if they're fresh out of the oven. I don't think they they hold up over time. I would vote for balsam bagels. Yeah, before. I, I, and I I, I like, would too. So I I've never actually been to balsam, but Hearts gets fresh deliveries of balsam. Mm. So I'll, I'll get them there because I live near Hearts, and they're always great. I I, I like live balsam. Near balsam. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you. And I, I uh, like them a lot. Um, they're right down the street, right in the North Winton Village. Um, you know they're they're a good team. They do breakfast sandwiches with mm. which Bagel Inn doesn't do, mm. which is a great feature for oh. a place. I usually feel kind of meh about, you know, a thin Brugger's or Wegmans bagel, but yeah, like the I beefiness do. of a balsam bagel and all the different flavor options it's are so delicious. And that's fair. And I think they both, uh, Bagel End and um, Balsam use the same cream cheese. Mm, the Lighthouse cream cheese? Yeah. Yeah. It's the only cream cheese I've liked. It's so freaking delicious. Yeah. The garlic is, that's, that I is, think it's up yep. in Ontario, the company that makes it. Yeah. And I, I, Nobody knows much about them. <laughs> they don't have a. They I know don't have what any the presence. label says. Yes, exactly right. Yeah, my 
my wife's family is still in Queens and around New Jersey area. And whenever we go visit, we always come back with a dozen or two dozen bagels and I, we just freeze them. And, okay. And they're still better than anything I get locally. Like I, I love the local bagels, but when you're coming back from, you know, Manhattan with bagels, it's, yeah, they're better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've, I've had some of the, some of them in uh, bigger cities like Boston where they're more craft, mm-hmm. you know, they're really, they have tons of blisters. They're super crispy. And it's, I think there's another level we can get to. Can you to. explain the blistering concept to me? I certainly can. <laughs> so it's similar to pizza. When you bring, when you have hot heat, um, you get these little, I don't know what you like. You've seen the outside of an empanada where you get those little bubbles on the outside. Mm-hmm. It's the same kind of thing that happens on the surface of a bagel. So when the temperature's right and it was boiled properly, you'll get these little blisters on the outside of the bagel that they kind of crunch and crisp and pop when you bite into it. So it's really crackly on the outside. It's not just tough. It has to have this crisp exterior that I'm not sure we really ever achieve here. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure why, um, but that, that's, that's what I look for in a bagel is that, that crispy, specific exterior. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I, I still vote for, for Bagel and That's where I go more often than not. But I certainly wouldn't fault anybody for seeing Brownsteins mm-hmm. uh, um, or Balsam. And Your I, comment about empanadas has me wondering why there's no best empanada category. There's a lot of empanadas. Oh, yeah, that's right. Here. Now there are. Come mm-hmm. on, City. Yeah. Well, we, All right, next year. 2018. Yep. 2018, best empanada Rochester. Get on it. Thank you. <laughs> best fried cakes. I'm not sure why they say fried cakes or donuts. Um, a fried cake to me is a specific type of donut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a subsection. It is. Um, yeah. Because what they did put on here, they've got Boxcar, they got Donuts Delight, Ridge Donut, and Schutz Apple Mill. So those are all very different donut places. Mm-hmm. And, Can't and, really go wrong with any right. of them. Not, no. not with any of them. I, so I think Boxcar is going to win. Yeah, I think because so. Because they're, 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 they're trendy, and it's a damn good donut. It is. Oh, what I, did you call it? Boxcar? What did you say? It's new damn, tip. damn good donut. Oh, damn good donut. Good donut. Yeah. Damn good donut. <laughs> I thought you said Dan Wood. No, I don't know who Dan Wood is. I don't, I, I don't think he yeah, makes is the he a person. <laughs> yeah. If this is Dan Wood at any of those places, I apologize. But <laughs> um, and but, I'd say for the the two that are most alike are Donuts Delight and Ridge. Yeah, I think those are two competing places, and I'm gonna go and say I like Ridge. Oh, I was gonna say Donuts Delight. I just I, went to Ridge recently, mm-hmm. and I was I was really impressed with the apple yeah. fritter. My wife and I probably get, you know, actual fried cakes from Ridge too often. Mm. Not not from Ridge. They're heart heart stocks Ridge, and and they're great, um, and they're a really good guilty pleasure of ours. Um, and then I've had Donuts Delight, and I I like Donuts Delight. I I find their donuts a little heavier. Um, if that makes sense, they're, I know. I think they're, I they're think definitely a little more doughy. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's not like dessert ha- for breakfast. Yeah. Not going to eat lunch till 3 p.m. kind of You're donut. Right. They're a much heavier donut. Like, mm-hmm. I can get a fritter and it'll last all day, which is good and bad. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah. So, I mean, I think this is a category where you're not really going wrong with just about anybody. It just really depends on if you want these old school donuts, if you want the, you know, hipster, hipster boxcar donuts. Right. Which, you know, the spiritual successor to the Rochester Donut King. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, Shut's Apple Mill, which if you like cider donuts, which I don't. Um, oh, really? No, like, don't Shut's like, is such a fall thing to me. Like I, I yeah. love a Shut's donut. I, I don't like cake donuts. 
I don't like cake. I know it's a thing. I don't really? like cake at all. No. I'm not sure why cake isn't a thing for me. It doesn't I'll, doesn't do it for okay. me. Okay, I'll disregard your opinions on cake going forward. <laughs> Noted. Although although I was a cake judge this last year. Did you let them know you hate cake? I told people I didn't like cake, so I was I probably was a little harsher than other people. But there was a delicious cake there. I do have to say. Did you have cake at your wedding, Emily? I did. Okay. So well, you'll we'll get to it in the uh, best bakery category. Oh, oh, look at that! All right, let's let's go I'll be on then. Once right, let's, more. let's keep moving. Um, best food cart food truck. We've got uh, Le Petit Poutine. We've got Macaron and Marty's Meats and the Meatball Truck. I feel like these are all the standard food trucks. I was surprised a couple others weren't nominated. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's I think kind it's of, missing some. It's which, a tough category because we, we do have a lot of food trucks right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot, of, a lot of trucks have made, a, made their name in the last year or two. Um, you know, one. I bet we're all thinking of some of the same ones we would right. like to add. Yeah, probably. I mean, <laughs> so the pro- my problem with the n- options on this list is not that they're not good; they're great. I love everyone on this list. Half of them have stores, mm-hmm. storefronts, um, which yeah, you still have a truck. I think that's great. Maybe that should keep you out of this category. Sure. And you know, to be fair, I don't. It's almost definitely not much of a race. I mean, Poutine's almost definitely going to win the category. Yeah, m- my vote goes to Poutine. And I'm not going to disagree with that. I, I like what they do. What do you got there, Emily? I am not a huge fan of the Poutine truck. Yeah, I Emily think there's a lot of better Poutine in Rochester. Interesting. Well, let's go into a tangent on that after you pick a um, food truck. Yes, <laughs> please. I think their fries are often burned i find when i go and i've stopped going as a result interesting i would have liked to see the sushi truck or nano's on this list but i would vote for uh, marty's since I enjoy nano's that's my fave of yeah i'm not four. i'm not going to disagree with marty's they, they kill it at the brighton market every sunday mm-hmm. they do something completely different than they do at the store and at least at on the on the at the brighton market on sunday mm-hmm. which i kind of like um i'm interested in your poutine tangent because <laughs> i'm not I have not had a poutine in Rochester that I thought was as good because I think I've always had the fry quality very high at the poutine truck. Mm. I'm in Chris's boat. So so I'm, I'm interested. What, what are your have favorites? Have you had the poutine at um, Buddha Pub? I have. They, they do it with, uh, with kimchi, yeah, don't with they? Yeah, with kimchi mm-hmm. and a fried egg on top. I like that one a lot. They really do it up. They do it's not it up like the most traditional poutine of all time, but I like... But the extra okay. spicy flavors. Yeah, I prefer the stuff. weird. Yeah, you know, weird Lento has a pretty fries. good poutine too. Yeah, and I've, I, th- I think the problem is when I've had I've had it a couple times, where I was there with a group, and I think it was served for the group, and it wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily popped fresh out, ready mm-hmm. to serve. I think it was just ready for the group to show up, and I don't think it was their best showing. I've had it, I mm-hmm. think, fresh, and I, I think it was a lot better. Um, in and around Rochester, I had um, actually a surprising one was at the uh, FLX Wienery in oh, man. Oh, Seneca that's, Lake. That's not surprising at all. That's <laughs> all their food is amazing. It's so good. If you, you haven't been to the there. FLX Wienery, you, you have to go. You have and to. I, I don't think it's. I don't think it really qualifies for this poll, but I'm still saying it's a little far out. It's yeah. delicious, regardless. <laughs> um, yeah, I, no, I, but it, I I've think had great poutine in Rochester. Um, and multiple places, but I, I think poutine is definitely at the top of my list still. Yeah, for for me it still is, and I can't you know if it's Friday night and it's been a long day, I you know it's nice yeah. to show up at Lux at twelve in the morning and yeah, you know, absolutely go out there. Yeah, I, I think for next year it'd be nice to see some 
trucks in this list that just don't have a storefront. Like Nino's, I, I like Nino's a lot. Um, Rob's Kebabs, which is... Although they have a storefront, kind do of. They? Well, not... Oh, sort of, They're right? opening at the public market, mm-hmm. like a window. I'm not sure I'd count that as a storefront. They're it's kind fair. of just using it as a commissary. Mm-hmm. And while you're there, yeah, why maybe not Maybe a little sell? different. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've enjoyed them for lunch multiple times. I really like their truck. Yeah, Rob, Rob's a good guy. He's, he's doing some really interesting, different stuff there, so... Um, or even Sushi Fusion. Yeah. I think they should be on this list. Totally. Yeah, and they, they kind of they kind of set a very specific note and trend with uh, the food they were doing on the truck. So <laughs> Right. Like a couple of years ago, do you think you would want sushi from a truck? No. And I I right. remember when I remember when the so truck <laughs> I remember when the truck was being made. Um the food truck design company was right across the street from where I worked. And I saw it when it was first coming out. I'm like, sushi on a food truck? And I went over and I looked at it. I'm like, oh, okay, the facility looks really nice. Good storage, nice bar and everything. And it, you know, it turned out really well. They've done a lot of good food off that truck over the last few years. Um, this is an interesting one. Best Diner. Um, Highland Park, Jay's, Jim's, and South Wedge. I, I don't really have a lot of strong opinions about this category. I, I have none because I've been to none of these places. You've been to none of those I, places? I have How long have you lived in Rochester for? Four years? Oh, man. Is that is that long enough to give me a pass, or is I, that I, too long? I think it's too long where you haven't been to any of them. That's fair. Go okay. to the Highland Park Diner for breakfast. Yeah, I've happy. heard a lot of good things about all these places. I haven't made it. I, I just don't care that much about diner food. Yeah, Islander really? Jays would get my vote. Jays has a nice nostalgic vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like all diners have a nostalgic vibe, but I yeah. went to Jays a lot in college. U of R student, you know. Sure. Well, and I think Jays, that's... It's the, the biggest benefit and detriment is that it's a 24-hour diner and that it's in Henrietta, so you get <laughs> a lot of high school kids and college kids showing up, which is great if you're a high school or college kid, but if you're anybody else, I mean, that's, I don't want high school and college kids around that much, <laughs> to be fair. Um, you know, out of, out of these places, I've probably been to Highland the most, but they all have their own specific charm. If you're into the whole diner thing, um, I guess the surprising one that's not on that list is, um, oh wow, the the place on Culver. Why am I forgetting the name of it? It's very popular. Um, where on Culver? Culver. Culver near Nino's Pizza. It's um, I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get killed for this one because it's, it's it's a super popular place. Um, James Brown's place. Oh, oh I've been there. James Brown's I, place is very popular. It's very popular, and I mean, it's a diner. It is a typical greasy diner. Absolutely, and I love it. you know, it's I. I just the whole. I am category, surprised that's not on there. Yeah, I am too. Weird, because um, I, I just the whole genre doesn't do it for me. Um, most of the stuff I'm happy to make on my own and do it at home. But if you like it, I don't think any of these are particularly bad options. Um. Best Mexican restaurant. This one I have many strong opinions on. <laughs> um, John's Tex-Mex, La Casa, Monte Alban, and Salinas. Um, I'm not sure any of those are particularly Mexican. Nanos? Every- Did I hear someone say Nanos? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I mean, we've, we've, got, we've got a truck that does it. We've got Itacate in their gas station and in Penfield. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what kind of Canandaigua places, but... Um, you know, we've got, we've got, wow. My name, my name. We have a lot of options. Yeah, it's we just, do. 
maybe we have too many options. Yeah, and I think this, again, as a popularity contest, these places are very popular. Um, I abstain from <laughs> voting in this category based I, I, on... I'll vote. For better there. or worse, I, I like La Casa. I, I enjoy their food. I, truthfully, I, I haven't spent a lot of time there. I think they I think they do good food. Okay, I, I like them. Um, I also like John's Tex-Mex, but I wouldn't call it Mexican either. Right. Um, yeah, and I, like I said, I I would my vote's at Ecate. It's not on the list, but I still yep. vote for them. So I abstain from the final ballot. Um, Emily, do you have any strong feelings on Mexican? Um, not terribly strong, no. Yeah. I just finished a long trip down the California coast and ate a lot of really good Mexican food. Not to be yep. like snobby, but I have strong <laughs> feelings on Mexican food. I don't have strong feelings on this list. I agreed. Okay. I'm going to pass over to best Italian, which I think will be a quick one for us. Um, basil, Fiorella, Guido's pasta via and Osteria Rocco. Um, so I'm split. I, I've not been to basil or Guido's, so I, I can't really comment to them. So I won't fair. Um, I love Fiorellas and I love Roccos, but they're two very different places. Although I find them to be similar in execution and similar in overall style. Yes, that's true. They're, they're, they're different restaurants. The food is similar. Yeah, well, they're, they're short menus and they just execute food well yeah, from top day. to bottom. Um, do you have a feeling between that list? I don't know if you... I've been meaning to go to Fiorella since it opened and I still oh, haven't been, Emily. but I would still vote for Fiorella. <laughs> So, I, I, you know, I wouldn't tell anybody not to vote for Rocco if it's your favorite place. Um, Fiorella is my go-to for any weeknight dinner that I don't know what to do. So my vote's Fiorella, but it's definitely a qualified one because I've had some amazing food at Rocco. It's just I just haven't been there enough or as much where I feel quite as strongly about it. But I know a ton of people where it's their place, so... Um, I, I haven't been to Basil or Guido's either, so I can only speak to the other two, but I, those are really my style places. They're not really Italian-American places, which the other two kind of are. Um, best Indian. Um, got Amaya, which is a little finer dining. India House, Tandoor of India, and Tali of India. I would first suggest that the Indian places switch up their names a little bit. Seriously. Because I've been to all of these places, <laughs> except Amaya. Um, I've been to India House, Tandoor, and Tali, but I can't remember which is which. <laughs> um, I feel like a bad person for not yeah, being able to distinguish yeah, maybe them. The, but I'm glad it's not just me. Is Tali the one in the wedge? No, Tali is the one that's on that is on Winton, right near Jefferson. Mm-hmm. It's in that little plaza, that Win Jeff mm-hmm. Plaza, right there. Um, Tandoor is closer to RIT. That's in the same plaza as Mighty Taco, and they also have one on the east side. Um, and then India House is in the South Wedge, and also up on um, on Ridge and in Victor. Um, and then Amaya is in the Tops Plaza on South Quinn. Um, I think Brandon and I are disqualified from voting for this one. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. If I, if I can't figure out which place is which, then I'm um, abstain my vote. Yeah, my, my vote on that list is Tandoor. I like a lot of their flavors. Um, I think it's the most balanced. It's not. It's not big, greasy. It's not crazy, high intense in flavors. Um, my preference is. Um, wow, I'm, I'm losing all of my places tonight. This is killing me. Uh, it's the other place right on right on Jefferson with the um, with the Spice Bazaar, and I completely lost yeah, it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And yeah, I, I do too. No Raj idea. Mahal. <laughs> Raj Mahal is my is my favorite place, but. 
I don't think you're going wrong with Tandoor. And I've definitely had good food at both India House and Tali. I've only had samples from Amaya, and I think their flavors are good. It's definitely finer dining. So it really kind of depends on what you're into. But uh, my choice is Tandoor of India there. Um, Best Mediterranean. It's another, for me, it's a two-horse two race here. We've got Aladdin's, Cedar, Sinbad's, and Vula's. Um, I love Vula's and Cedar. Uh, they're two of my favorite absolute places in Rochester. Yeah. Both Th- that of those are excellent, yeah. That's my split as well. It's yeah. between Vula's and Cedar. Um, I, I love both of them. They're both I, amazing I they're, for completely different reasons. Yeah, they're, they're very different restaurants, um, which, is ma- which is why it's hard to vote for one or the other. Yeah. So again, the kind of personal preference thing. Um, I'd probably go for Cedar because that's where I end up more often because it's takeout. Yep. Same. And... I can get a falafel pito for six dollars. That blows my face off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we get it. we get cedar probably too often, and I have no problem with that. Yeah, have you have you been to both? Yeah, yeah, I, I love cedar. I think Vula's is a little lighter for like a nice light lunch, but cedar's like a great oh, yeah. filling, delicious dinner. I like yeah. Vula's for breakfast. Oh, so. that yeah, it's, it's one of the few breakfast places I love. Yeah, going it's a killer to. breakfast. I haven't been for breakfast. Ooh, go. I'm gonna go on Saturday. Hey, I'm excited now. Um, best Caribbean. This is one I definitely have strong fi- strong opinions on. Um, D Mangu, uh, Livy's Jamaican, Natural Vibes, and Peppa Pot. I've been to neither any. I've been to none of these, so okay. we'll, we'll let you. All right. So talk. I'll, I'll you know. Here's the thing. I like all of these places. Um, I actually haven't been to the Natural Vibes location. That's on um, on Culver. I've been to the original one on uh, Chile Ave. Uh, Livy's is. Uh, I believe going to be my choice out of this list. That's also on, I believe it's on Chileyev or just off of it. Um, really nice selection, nice storefront. Um, I like all these places. Pepper Pot's in the South Wedge, really easy to get to on um, on Gregory Street, uh, just south of South Ave. And Dimangu and Henrietta is a great, easy way to get to Dominican food. You're not going to go wrong with any of these places. I'm going to say Livy's because it's a little bit more off the beaten path. And I loved the jerk chicken I had there. Where did you was, say that one is located? I believe it's on Chile Ave um, in the heart of the city. Um, it's on Chile or one of the off streets off of it. Um, relatively easy to get to. Um, but, I mean, there's, there's so many, so many good Jamaican, Puerto Rican, Dominican restaurants here in Rochester that all I tell anybody is to go out and try them for yourself and don't, um, don't be scared off. Go and try all these places. They're fantastic. You're going to get some great food and some really good hospitality as well. Uh, you know what? I think we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to get back to the list. Probably speed up a little bit because this is going forever. Uh, we'll be back in a second. It's All right. Horses, it's not terrible. It's not. It's not terrible. <laughs> not terrible. It's fine. It's fine. So yeah, this this is that that's our that's our note for the best of seventeen. It's not terrible. It's fine. <laughs> it's this all is just fine. fine. It's I, fine. I think that's that's about 2017 so far yeah, right. in general. <laughs> it hasn't been. Well, all right. It's it's been a, it's been a rough it's been a rough day. You gotta stay. It's, it has been a rough day. <laughs> it's been a rough day. But <laughs> but but let's skip over that. Yeah, let's skip over that and just. Let's talk let's about talk Asian about, restaurants. Let's talk about Asian restaurants. It's definitely a better topic. Um, Chen Garden, Flavors of Asia, Han Noodle, King and I. And just as a rejoiner, we are talking about the Best of Rochester 
uh, poll from the city newspaper, and we're at Best Asian Restaurant. Um, my choice there is Han Noodle. I don't think it's it's not a bad list, but I think it's missing some of what my choices yeah, would be I, on that I, list. I agree. It's definitely missing what I would have hoped would be on here, a few of them. I, if I had to pick on this list, I'd pick Han Noodle. Yeah. And we, we've been there recently. Yeah, we, the we, folks from Headwater. We had yeah. a great dinner there. It was awesome. Yeah. It, it was awesome. It was a great dinner. Um, and, and I enjoy the food. It's different. Um, yeah. It's not just your typical American Asian food. Yeah. Um, Chen Garden's supremely popular and almost definitely win this. I mean, it's the almost quintessential Asian American dining establishment. Yeah. And I think it's good Asian American. Yeah, absolutely. I, I used to... I used to eat them probably way more often when they actually delivered to my house and they stopped delivering out where I am, so I stopped eating them. But when I did eat them, I enjoyed it. But it's 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 typical American Asian, but I think they do a good job with it. Sure. I like Han Noodle, too, for the cheap eats, but I don't mind King and I either, though I feel like a basic white girl going there and ordering Pad Thai with chicken. Mm. <laughs> I, but it is a good Pad Thai. It's a really good Pad Thai. I don't hate Pad Thai. I love Pad Thai. Me too. I you know it's as much as people can complain about it, it's not super Thai. Like yeah, they can complain. I all day. love it. Um, although think, my preference for that is tie me up up on Ridge oh, Road. Oh, tie me up is so good. Yeah, I, I think tie me up should also be on this list. Yeah, I, I think they are barring on the best Thai restaurant in Rochester. Although I am excited, we're getting a Thai restaurant right here in the North Winton Village coming up soon. Tell me more. So, um, right next to the wine store, um, on. Oh, I've seen the construction there. I didn't know what was going in. Apparently, it's sax tie that's going in there from sax the, tie oh. is so good coming sax in for great. from sort of a nice small more of a takeout place, but it's gonna be right here on Rid- on uh, Winton, which I'm excited yeah, about. That's sax awesome. tie is a uh, sister restaurant of Taste of Tie in Buffalo. Okay, huh. um, I'm not so sure when I, I moved that. here, um, the owners of Taste of Tie told me, "Hey, check out sax tie." Because um, I was friends with them, and yeah. I enjoy the restaurant, and I, I've always had a good experience at Saxtai, so yeah. that's good for them. It's delicious New stuff. Your Thai is a Shakara Bistro out okay. in like Fairport slash Egypt area, and they do really good Asian fusion food. Yes. They have like house-made spinach noodles that you can have any of your dishes made over, mm. and it's delicious. Nice. Yeah, I've been out there a couple times. It's, uh, it is a pretty restaurant, and for fusion, they actually do a decent, they do a decent to good job, which is... Considering my usual preferences for fusion, that's saying something. I, I enjoyed a lot of the food I had there. I thought it was really tasty. Um, best sushi. This is... This is not fine. No. It's sushi truck. Sushi truck should be on the list. Stingray. Um, yeah. California Rollin', Plum House, Shiki, and Wegmans. I really think for me it's really Shiki I, on that list. I, I, I love Shiki. I think Shiki is a great Japanese restaurant. Yeah, but my problem with Shiki being on this list is when I go to Shiki, I don't order sushi. Maybe I should. Someone, sh- if, if I should, someone tell me. You should. That's um, good. But I, I, I've had many other things there that I can't get other places, and I really enjoy it. Yeah, I eat a lot of Wegman's sushi, and it's not bad sushi. No, no, we- we- Wegman's is top tier grocery store sushi. But <laughs> having it on a best of sushi list to me is still a problem. Yeah, and I think qualifying. I think qualifying Wegmans with it's really good for a grocery store is mm-hmm. generally the t- tact we should take with that in Rochester. <laughs> we need to pump the brakes a little bit. <laughs> I like Wegmans. I go there. Absolutely. But it's not the best at everything. Yeah, everything they do is 
crate bagels, for a grocery singles, store. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take the out of towners to the best attraction. Wings. Wegmans. Yeah. Who needs Tinder when you have Wegmans? <laughs> <laughs> um, what should be on that list is um, Bento Ya and mm-hmm. Webster, which I really enjoy. Um, my, my favorite is actually Shima Sushi in the East oh, End. Yeah. They do really good sushi all made in house and they do a lot of good noodle bowls too yeah nice looking place too mm-hmm. um those are all those are good options but on this list i think it's cheeky with a bullet yep i'd agree um best vegetarian vegan um aladdin's owl house red fern and vula's those are very different places they are um when it comes to how they tackle vegetarian vegan um owl house is kind of a something for everybody place. Yeah, Owl House has taken a step back on their vegan options, which is to me is not a bad thing. They still have great vegan options, but I've also had bacon wrapped meatloaf there. Sure. So, yeah. Although I do, to be fair, I think that uh, buffalo cauliflower they have is one of the truer expressions of a oh, absolutely. buffalo dish that's not chicken that I've ever had. Yeah, it, it's a good buffalo dish that's not chicken. I yeah. agree. It's also a good vegan dish. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um... I think my choice here is Vula's just because I, you, you're all only eating vegetarian there. And, they're, and it's easy to forget you're eating vegetarian. Yeah. It's just yeah. so delicious uh, and fresh I, that it's like, this is a great meal. I you didn't don't even, even think, about, think about that until you guys just said it, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> for me, I think it's still going to be Red Fern just because I think they've gone all in on it. Like, I like that's Red their Fern thing. a lot, and too. And I think their food's great. Yep. Um, and they've gone all in on the vegan thing. So yeah. good for them, and I think they do a good job with it. It's very good. Um, I'm a little sad that Vive is closed. I really oh, liked that yeah. place. That's a good reminder. I I loved Vive. I think they did a fantastic job with vegan food. Yeah. I always forgot I was eating vegan food there, and I, I would go there because I wanted to go eat vegan food, and I am by no means vegan, and I would still go there by choice all the time. Yeah. So a little bit sad that they're closed, but... Um, you know, their uh, Red Fern still lives on as a, mm-hmm. it's kind of the vegan place for celebrities when they're in town to go to. And apparently, yeah, it's, um, and also, I mean, they, they do it upright. They've got a lot of delicious baked goods and um, very popular place. Um, best chef. It's an interesting category. Um, we've got Dan Martello from Good Luck. Um, I suppose he's involved with Cure, but that's more James Ravel's. Um, Matt Petrillo from Antonetta's in the Meatball Truck, uh, Gino Ruggiero from Fiorella, and Joe Zolnirowski from Nosh. That's an interesting list. It is. Uh, I think that's actually a pretty good list. Uh, a lot of different players in there. I, yeah, I like this they're list. they're all good. Um, I, I'm going to go with Gino. Gino, Gino is a world-class chef. Um, I love what he does. He does everything great. I've never had a bad meal from Gino at, at any place he's ever been. That's fair. Um, I like the Nosh dude. Yeah, I mean, Joe, Joe's doing a really good job there, and he's got a lot of his character on that menu. Um, you know, he's got that, you know, good Southwest kick on there. He's got Korean in there. Um, it's it's a very interesting menu. I think my choice is Dan Martello. I mean, Good Luck and Cure are two places that I frequent, mm-hmm. and I'm never disappointed. Um, you know, I think this list could easily be twice as long. And because I think we're missing, you know, a lot of people I would want on that list, but that's a happy problem to have. So right. many great yeah. chefs in Rochester. This is one of the better lists in this list. It is, and I, I think it's. I feel good about the list, and I think there's there's a lot of there's just a lot of good people working mm-hmm. here right now. 
This is one of those categories where I don't think you can go wrong voting for any of those people. No, I don't think so either. And uh, I had Matt uh, Matt Patrol on recently talking about the meatball truck and Antonetta's is old school Rochester Italian American in a place, and I think the best version of that we have here. So um, with updates. So I mean, you're not going wrong with any of these guys at all. Um, best coffee. Uh, we've got Glenn Edith, Java's, Joe Bean, and Ugly Duck. Um, so, so let's clarify this list first, is because those are all very different places too. Yes. This is not best roaster. No, although I'm not sure that's really on the list. Uh, there is a best roaster. Oh, there is yeah, later on. The city has decided to not put it in the food and beverage section, which obviously makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> Total sense. So yeah. maybe we'll get to it. Um, so this is just best cup of coffee. Yeah. So I'm interested in your guys' opinions. All right. Um, I I enjoy this list. It's a I, it's a good it, list, isn't it? To me, I I can narrow it right away to Joe Bean and Ugly Duck. Same. Just because I I frequent them the most, and I like both of them. Um, and Rory's doing a really interesting thing that we're not doing anywhere else in the city, as far as I know. Um, I, I'm gonna say Rory at Ugly Duck. This is. Ugly Duck's probably the best coffee in the city right now, I think. it's If you haven't been there, you should make it over. Absolutely. 100% agree on that. Like, uh, yeah, Joe Bean and Ugly Duck both kind of have my heart. I did engagement photos at Joe Bean and Rory from Ugly Duck was <laughs> at my wedding slinging coffee. So Excellent. Just really wonderful places, both of them. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. I think for me, the, the vote's still Joe Bean. I did engagement pictures at Joe Bean as well. <laughs> you did? I did. I had no idea. I did. It's a, um, it's a beautiful place. Yeah. Um, and I, I think for me, it's still my vote. Um, but I could not say strongly enough that you should be trying ugly duck. Um, it's, it's a cool place and it's, it's a great embodiment of what Rory does. Um, you know, good hospitality. And he brings in new coffee from all over the U S all the time. And when I say all over the U S I mean, just Colorado. (laughs) <laughs> because that's where all of his coffee ends up being from, and I have no complaints about that. He had some San Francisco stuff in there Once for a while. while. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, to be fair, Glen Edith is supremely popular. Absolutely. And I've had a lot of good coffee there. It's just I don't end up going there because it's on Park Ave. It's just not an area you end up very yeah, much. There are two locations. I, yeah, I love Glen Edith. I like their coffee a lot. Um, and I, I end up having it more at Boxcar than anywhere else. That's just fair. because of their locations are out of the way for me. You know, they're not as accessible as Joe Bean and Ugly Duck, for me at least. Sure. Because I don't live in those areas. Um, Best Barista. This one, I have have more of a problem. I think think we're going to get Rory for most of the people here, but we've got Ryan Baker from Miraki. We've got Tony Colon from Fuego. um, Jessica Stroud Sapia from Cafe Sasso and Rory Vangrove from Ugly Duck. So no matter what I say, I'm going to hear something from Tony or Rory as soon as this airs. <laughs> um, I, I have to narrow the list to both of them right away. Sure. Um, I, I'm going to go for Tony. Uh, I've hung out at Fuego a lot longer just because they've been around longer. I've had a lot of long conversations with Tony, and he's taught me a lot about coffee. Me too. So, I, I've, had a lot, I've had a lot of great conversations with Tony. I mean, I love hanging out with Rory too. It's, yeah, both of them. It's right there. And then, truthfully, I, I like Ryan Baker a lot. I just don't end up at Cheesy Eddie's where Miraki is. I like Ryan a lot as a barista. I've actually had some good conversations with him as well. Um, you know, if I'm going to choose, I think I voted for Rory last year. I'll vote for Tony this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Rory should. Rory's probably going to win. And if he does rightfully so, he's he's great. And 
um, his spirit kind yeah, of absolutely. keeps Ugly Duck running in a lot of ways. He's so warm and welcoming, and I think all of his staff have embodied that too. Absolutely. He was slinging spro bombs at my wedding, so <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Oh, it's a great thing. Made the wedding super epic. There's really nothing better at a wedding than a spro bomb. Yeah, we were just, you know, up with racing hearts at 2 a.m. after doing too many spro bombs, but... <laughs> that's perfect. It happens. <laughs> it's your what, wedding what, night. What that's more what, could you it, want? It's supposed yeah. to happen like that, right? Oh, it sounds awesome. <laughs> uh, best outdoor dining? Um, I don't have... Shrug. Yeah. Um, Genesee Brewhouse, Napa Woodfire Pizza, The Owl House, and Trotta. Um, Owl House has a great... Uh, their patio behind Owl House is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cozier and quieter than I anticipated when I first went there. Yeah, it's re- I really like eating outside at Owl House. If you haven't, you should. Yeah. Um, it's a really just nice... It's super gar- chill. It's a garden, right? You're eating mm-hmm. in a garden. It's it's pretty. Really pleasant. Um, very different from something like the Jenny Brew House, which I, I think is another great outdoor dining experience. Can't beat the views. It's, yeah. it's one of the best views in Rochester over High Falls, um, yeah. but it's a very different experience. Yeah. Um, Trotta's patio is actually, is really nice. I mean, the design of Trotta is beautiful from top to bottom. Yeah. Um, it just gets crowded and loud up there. It, it can. I, I was going to say, I'm surprised Hattie's is not here, but I don't know if they actually have dining out so outside, do they? Or is it? It's views, but I'm not right. sure it's dining outside or not. Yeah, I don't think they actually have tables outside. Yeah. Maybe they should. Um, so I think on that list, I'm, I'll go with Owl House. I think it is super, it's super quaint, super pleasant. But Jenny Burrowhouse, the views of High Falls during the day are really pretty fantastic. Yeah, I, I'm so. going to go with Jenny Burrowhouse just because it's something you can't recreate. Yeah, yeah Jenny. Fair. Um, best Cheap Eats. And this is a tough one. Town. We've got Dogtown right on that list. We've got Aladdin, Cedar, and John's Tex-Mex. Uh, I'm going Cedar. It's where I go. I, I'm going to go with John's Tex-Mex because I, if I want a Cheap Eats and I don't feel like waiting in line or calling ahead in order for a taco – and paying five dollars for a taco, then I'm gonna go to John's. I mean, it's, it, it's it says it, it says it like it is. Like it's Tex-Mex. It knows it's Tex-Mex, and it does Tex-Mex well. I, I like John's. It's nothing but Tex-Mex. I, mean, I like Super. everything on that list. I love cedar. I love um, what else was on there? Aladdin's is on there. Yeah, mm. which I've never. I, I don't frequent Aladdin's. Neither do I. Um, I, I, I frequent cedar. Agreed. So, um, so I think we we split that uh, on the three of us. Um. What I find an interesting one is best new restaurant, um, Bronca Midtown, Cedar, Radio Social, and the Silver Iguana. So I haven't been to Silver Iguana yet, but it's high on my list. You know, I, you I went, been? I went, but the the chef who was there is already gone, uh, so I can't say what it is now. Um, but between Bronca Midtown, Cedar, and Radio Social, I find that's actually a pretty tough choice. Um, I think I'm going to go with Radio Social because it's mm. it's a unique concept for a restaurant. Take I was going to go Bronco or Cedar. So, so I, I, lo- I like Bronco a lot. I, I end up there for happy hour a lot and dinner once in a while and lunch once in a while. But I'm going to give them a pass on this list just because they had a previous location. That's fair. Yeah, I agree. Um, what were you going to say about Radio Social, Chris? I'm going to say Radio Social, if you take away the whole environment, if you take away the the fact that it's inside a bowling alley, um, it's actually kind of unique for Rochester. It is Israeli food, and I think the level of execution is actually very high. Uh, I think the food's delicious. It's challenging at times, and I think if it stays with that concept, it's one of the more unique places here in Rochester. I think it's kind of it's more ambitious than I think people are giving it credit for. Oh, I completely agree. Um, it's it's also one of, I haven't eaten there. 
So I, I haven't I, been able to bring myself to go ever since I saw the yeah. $19 barbecued carrot, which I know has been <laughs> removed from the menu, but I'm still intending to go at some point. <laughs> I, I've, I've heard horror stories about crowds still because it's still relatively new. It um, is. So we'll make it there for dinner at some point. Um, but, but for now, I'll have to vote Cedar on this list. And I certainly wouldn't fault anybody for that. I mean, I go to Cedar more than any place pretty much on this whole list. So, um, all right, let, we're going to take a quick look through here. See if there's anything. Let's see. Brandon might have a thought here. Best bike shop. I don't have any. I don't ride my bicycle. So well, I, I I ride with the Park Ave guys twice oh, there you a week. Go. So that's an easy boat for me. All right. Uh, let's see. Yoga. I don't know anything about yoga. Um, best salon. I don't know anything about that. Barber shop. I don't know anything about that. Let's see. Try. We're trying to find any. All right. Best oh, local coffee roaster. Yep. Um, Finger Lakes. Fuego, Glen Edith, and Joe Bean. Um, I mean, I for me, it's Joe Bean. Um, I think Fuego, some, I've had some amazing stuff out of Fuego. Again, Glen Edith, I haven't spent enough time there. Finger Lakes, it's just not my style. Um, I'm going Joe Bean there. Yeah, yeah I'm going to agree with Chris here. Um, Finger Lakes is just not my style. I, their coffee's fine. I make cold brew with it all the time. I've had it before. It's, just, it's not my thing, usually. Um, Glen Edith, I haven't had enough. And I, I love I love Fuego and I love Joe Bean. I think Joe Bean is doing some more interesting things right now, and they're expanding relatively quickly. I think they're doing pretty well. Yeah, um, it, it's a hard choice for me between Fuego and Joe Bean. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna go with Joe Bean overall. Yeah, yeah I'd also go Joe Bean with Fuego as a close second. It's it's my place. I mean, I I I'm almost to the point where I'm biased. It's I'm there all the time, so it's <laughs> it's my place. Right. So now there's a few interesting things on this goods and services list. Yeah. Because they're definitely not food and beverages, right? No, definitely Defle- not. Definitely not. So because, let's talk about Best Winery. Yeah, because Best Winery, definitely not food or drink. Um, we've got Bully Hill, Casa Larga, Constantine, Dr. Frank, and um, Three Brothers. I don't think this list really represents what the Finger Lakes is all about. Yeah, as an aspiring wine snob, I would agree. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I had to vote on this list, I would have to vote for Dr. Constant Frank. Yeah. I, I, I think we have some really, like th- this list actually is a, it's a, it's unfortunate because we have some really, really great local wineries in the Finger Lakes that aren't on this list. And it's just, you know, larger venues that people have weddings at instead. Yeah. Some of them are probably just lesser known or harder to get to. So just by nature of being known, these ones end up on the list. Yeah, that, that's fair. You know? So Rochester, Get to the Finger Lakes. What are you doing? Yeah. I think that's that's the message for this list for sure. I mean, right now we're enjoying a uh, 2013 Riesling from Forge Cellars. And, I mean, this is – there's so much balance here. And mm-hmm. this this is a wine that's worth driving for. Absolutely. There's so many wineries in the Finger Lakes that are worth the hour-plus drive. Yeah. We have Ravines. We have Heart and Hands. We have Shaw. And they're all, in my opinion, world-class wineries. Yeah. So um, get out there, taste some, taste some awesome Fairy Lakes wines and get out of the giant places. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, even when it comes to bigger places, I think Fox Run could have been on this list for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, get out there and taste. I mean, the Finger Lakes is amazing right now. We're getting national recognition. Just get out there. Do you have any favorites? On the Finger Lakes, Emily? Uh, I remember talking about this last time with you. Bet the Farm is one of my faves on Cayuga Lake. It's That's just right. It's a cute little shop right in the town of Aurora, and they have I, a gourmet I, market also. I really enjoy that place. My wife and I have yeah. been to Aurora a few times to stay for a quick vacation, um, and Bet the Farm is great. It's a cool little shop. They have their own wine. They actually have 
Heart and Hands there as well, which is yeah, a great place but, to get. Heart and yeah. Hands is probably my favorite Finger Lakes winery. My family um, has a cottage right across the street yeah. from there. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it, it's, it's a cool sweet. little place. Um, the Aurora Inn is a really cool mm-hmm. inn over there. They have three different buildings you can stay in. If, if the you want Fargo a little, has great food. Get their black yes. bean burger for dinner. Um, Ooh, my wife, nice. whenever we, we stay at the inn, we'd always go to the Fargo when we got there and got the black bean burger. It's, that village it's, it's needs a, great a coffee little trip. shop, though. That's like the number one thing they need. Oh, and there's a bakery down the street. Do you have you been? Dory's, but Dory's, they, it turned yes. into Slate, which was oh, different no. food every day of the week from a different culture. Not in- terribly well executed. Yeah, yeah that's that's interesting. But that Italian needs to be food one day, well. and then Mexican food, and then Chinese food. That's and then unfortunate. American. I, I like Dory's a lot. Yeah, I, I would Dory's is really good. Hoard bags full of baked goods whenever I came back from Aurora. Yeah. So, huh. well, well, Tangent. so <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, but is there a local brewery one on here? Yeah, and that's next We're on the list. There. So that's um, Genesee, Rohrbach, Swiftwater, and Three Heads. Um, this is another list I would have liked to have seen other brewers on. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, we have a we have a wide selection of places right now. Yeah, we're doing good on breweries right now. I mean, mm-hmm. Swiftwater is. I, I don't think my vote to Swiftwater on this list. Yeah, I, I I find this list challenging. I think there's a lot of interesting places. Um, you know, I think Stoneyard. You know, once their production comes up, I think they'll kind of be our landmark place. But we've mm-hmm. got we've got Young Mine, we've got Knucklehead, we've got all these cool spots. Um, you know, I, I think I'll probably go Swiftwater as well on that list. I don't think you're going wrong with yeah, really. Yeah, they're any the only four. not huge brewery on there. Yeah, um, three three heads like, is significantly bigger than them. Right, absolutely. Um, and yeah, Jenny, everyone loves a Jenny. Everyone, I, I love three heads. If I have it, at a, if it's if it's at a bar, I'll order it. Absolutely. Um, and, but Swiftwater, I, I think they deserve it on this list. They're new. Um, they're doing different stuff. They, they do very interesting beers, which um, good for them. Um, you have a lot of these upstart breweries that tend to do quite safe beers for their first couple of years. Um, and that's fine. Like, you have to get going, right? But out the door, Swiftwater was doing, you know, Thai IPAs and <laughs> all sorts of weird stuff. And I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, I like the environment there, too. Uh, there's garage doors out front. It's oh, kinda, yeah. it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty environment. Absolutely. And their food's good. It is good. Um not not just good for a brewery. I think it's actually it's legit good food. Mm-hmm. I've always been pretty Yeah, happy I like Swiftwater a lot and their interesting stuff. Roarbox with their newly renovated beer hall is like a super nice place too to just hang out and I like a lot yep. of their beers. Um couple Finger Lakes breweries that I think deserve a shout out. I don't know if any of you have been to Aurora Ale and Lager. No. No, I it's not. down by Long Point Winery right above Cayuga Lake okay. and they yep. do some really interesting stuff. They just got a cease and desist letter for uh, <laughs> having a beer named after something someone else had already named a beer after. Of course. So it's always entertaining. Um, And then there's one called Fleur de Lis that opened up in Seneca Falls this summer, and they're making some really good stuff too. So both are worth checking out. Rock Brewing got that cease and desist from Kid Rock's Brewery. Yeah, I remember that. That's that's always a good story. I I love it. That's ridiculous. That's awesome, I think. (laughs) I've I've had enough with cease and desist around Rochester. (laughs) It's... I, I just can't can't be bothered to deal with it anymore. Um, let's see what's next. Uh, best regional distillery. Um, good list. This is uh, Apple Country Spirits, Black Button, uh, Honey Eye Falls, and Iron Smoke. Um, yeah, they're all doing very different things. Um, I like the guys over at Apple Country a lot. Uh, they're, they're doing all fruit-related distilling. Um, yeah, I haven't had them. Yeah, it's really nice over in Williamson. Um, all their they do tree vodka, 
And then they do uh, they do an that? Applejack. Explain tree vodka to me. <laughs> uh, it's apple based. Okay. So all of their most of their spirits are apple based distilled. Um, it's it's pretty clean. I wouldn't say you really get much apple. Yeah, I was going to ask, did you get an apple flavor to it? Or? No, it's it, it's you know I bet it's the kind of thing. If you think about it, you'll probably taste mm-hmm. it. But if it's hard to tell, it's actually right. there or not. Uh, their Applejack's actually pretty good, and I think they're coming up on a release of a four or five year Applejack, uh, which will be good. And they have some other um, fruit spirits, which are pretty tasty. Iron Smoke does an apple spirit. Um, well, it's it's that's it's more of a flavored whiskey than a it's their um, apple pie whiskey. Yeah, the apple pie whiskey. Yeah, I, I thought that was good. I it's mean, tasty and it's, it's a flavored um, whiskey at the end of the day, but I I, I enjoyed it. It it is pretty good. Um, you know, for me, it's kind of between Black Button and Iron Smoke. I think if you're, I think Iron Smoke's whiskey is just a hair above Black Button's right now. But yeah. I, I like where Black Button's going. They're they're getting to the point where they're going to be able to put a five year label on their whiskey, and it has gotten significantly better over the last you know years of. And they being just open. opened a new tasting room in Buffalo too. They did. Just I cool. would Good vote for, for a black button, but I'm mostly just basic and like the lilac gin. I'm not much of a whiskey <laughs> drinker. You know, the lilac yeah. gin's actually it's more yeah. challenging than you'd think. I mean, it's a it's a different it's a challenging flavor sometimes, and I think they balance it really well. They've done a great job with this. Yeah. I, I think black button does a great job in a lot of their a lot of their liquor. Um, their citrus gin is probably one of my favorite cocktail gins. I think it does great in a Fitzgerald or Negroni even. Yeah. Um, so so I, I'd be between Black Button and um, Iron Smoke as well. Uh, I do think Iron Smoke's whiskey is a tad better than Black Button, but Black Button, I think, is doing a bit more, and I think their tasting room is great. I, I love yeah. a visit to Black Button's tasting room. It's a great tasting room. I think that might uh, tip them over the top when it yeah, comes to that. I, I'd agree. So I, I think my vote's going to go to them. You know a brewery also should have been on that list? What's that? Trip Hammer in Fairport. Oh, yeah. They make some great beers. Yeah, they are right next to Iron Smoke. Yeah, they're right in that same area yep. in Fairport. Mm-hmm. And um, I think once that whole area opens up a little bit and maybe people know about it more, they might be a bit, yeah. a bit of a destination. That, that little warehouse section is Yeah, you be drive cool back soon. there and you're like, where the heck am I going? And you're like, oh, wait, I'm having yeah. delicious beer and hanging out in a cool spot. Yeah, and it's it's got these giant, yeah, big uh, big ceilings, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I mean, a, Iron Smoke's opening a tasting room, too, is the word on the street. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure. I haven't heard a date, but uh, once yeah. that's done... Going there for an evening will be uh, pretty awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And then going to Moonlight Creamery right around the corner. Yeah. It's hard to beat. Um, I had them actually do an ice cream for my wedding. Nice. They did an ice cream cake, and I did. Um, they made a custom flavor for me. What was it? Uh, it was dark chocolate with dark caramel, sea salt, and hazelnuts. Sounds delicious. It's right up my alley. Just intensity on intensity on salty and fantasticness. Um, let's see what else. Best bakery. So, uh, Emily's going to chime in here, but we had Get Caked, Savoya Scratch, and Sinful Sweets. So I went with Get Caked for my wedding and they were super awesome. They make really good stuff. And we did a combination of a tiny little two tier cake and we did mini cupcakes and we did cookie Sammies. So basically like Mm -hmm. a whoopie pie and we had a bajillion flavors and they were all awesome. They make like a great turtle. They do funfetti. They do pumpkin. They do... Everything. Yeah, get caked up in Village Gate is probably my vote too. The people we, are so friendly. They're, too. they're the friendliest people mm-hmm. uh, in the world. And uh, my wife and I get our dogs' birthday cupcakes from Get Caked, 
and they do a good job with those too. I, I promise <laughs> yeah. I haven't tried. I promise I haven't tried them, but my dogs like them. Fair. And they and, do a good job with like vegan and gluten free mm-hmm. and any dietary restrictions. Yeah. Um, scratch similar. They do a lot of uh, vegan friendly things. Um, you know, it's, Savoy is extremely popular. It's not my kind of place. I don't like crumbly Italian cookies. That's all I can really say about it. Yeah. yeah. That's all I've ever I'm had from there. It's just not my thing. But I think for the style, they do a good job. Um, I'll just vote with Emily because she knows a hell of a lot more about them <laughs> than I do. Um, if any of your listeners are planning their weddings, maybe they should know that Scratch prices out to be twice as expensive as almost any other bakery that you might check wow. in with. So, fun fact. Yeah. fun fact. So if you don't need a vegan cake. <laughs> there you go. Sinful Sweets is also quite good, though. Okay, I haven't had any of their stuff yet. Yeah, so it's good stuff. Nice. But if you do need cupcakes for your dog's birthday, <laughs> you should go to uh, get caked. There you go. Um, best candy chocolate, Andy's Candies, Encore Chocolate, Hedonist, and Stevers. Um, you know, truthfully, I think I've only had Hedonist on that list. I've had Stevers, I've and had I think Stevers I've had too. Andy's. Yeah. And th- your typical classic mm-hmm. chocolate. Yeah. I think I, Hedonist is doing more interesting experimental yeah, stuff. And all the letterpress the is such a chocolate. nice touch when you get a nice gift box from mm-hmm. them. Yeah. And you know, the design's good. The flavors are interesting. Mm-hmm. Their ice cream's good, too. It is good. Um, I think we'll do... I think I'm going Hedonist on that list. Yeah, me too. Well, let's see if there's anything else food-wise on here. I see best pet-related business. I ain't got none of those. <laughs> uh, let's see. Best TV personality, local TV station, best local website. Um, let's see, Twitter feed, Instagram account, best local podcast. Seems like we should be voting for Food About Town there since you're listening to me right now. Brandon? Well, I, I have no comment on that one. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um, let's see. Now we're not going to talk about news stories. Let's see, I think that might be just about it when it comes to food and drink. The best, the next one is be- mostly best music stuff. Yeah, which I I don't think Joy Wave should be considered a local band anymore. Just gonna throw that out there. Kind of graduated. They still record yeah. here. I, I feel like they've graduated from local band. Um, all right, there's one here: best food and drink festival. Oh, there you um, go. Flower City Brewers Fest, Food Truck Rodeo, Food Link Festival of Food, and the Rochester Real Beer Expo. They're all so different from one yeah. another. Um, I, I think we go for the Real Beer Expo. It's it's a blast. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they're, the selection of brewers that come in is really high-quality, national-level stuff. Yeah, I think it's good for Rochester. I yeah. mean, you're getting national brewers coming in. Um, bringing unique stuff, too. Yeah, bringing stuff you're not getting otherwise in Rochester. I think it's it's a good festival. Um, festival food's great. Um yeah, I mean, you're not going wrong with any of those, but I think that's my choice. I kind of shrug about the food festivals. Mm-hmm. I like Fringe and all of those, but yeah. I don't that's go to the fair. food ones as much. That's fair. You know, nightlife is the next section here, but there's a lot of good categories for bars and cocktails, so why don't we go to this? Ooh. All right. Let's, uh, why don't you, you, have, you have one? Why don't you list one off while I'm all getting right, on the Let's see. Next is Best New Bar and Club. We have Comedy at the Carlson, Radio Social, Silk District Pub, and Witchcraft Brews. Interesting. I haven't I haven't been to two of those yet. Um, I, I've heard pretty good things about witchcraft. I haven't been. Yeah, I've had a lot of friends tell me to go, so I'll probably make it out there soon. But 
I mean, for me, it's going to be Radio Social. It's such a unique place. Yeah. I could be convinced of that. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Most Instagrammable place on the list, for absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, absolutely on that. Um, and I'll, I'll give Comedy at the Carlson their due for being an actual club. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a game changer of comedy here in Rochester. They're doing a, Their room is really approachable for national acts coming in. Oh, that'd be cool. And it is a good comedy room. Um, I've been impressed how many acts they're getting through already right from the get-go. I kind of thought they'd just open up and sit, but... No, it's, it, it's, it's sized up from our prior-sized room, and now we're basically we're becoming the workout room for people that want to get out of New York City mm-hmm. to come out and work. So we've gotten really good acts already, and I think it's only going to get better and better, so... Good to hear. Um, it's it's a really cool place, so I can't tell people enough to go out there. Um, best bar for beer, um, we've got McGregor's, The Old Toad, Stoneyard, Tap and Mallet, and Three Heads. Um, is that five in a category? Yeah. I thought it was four for. Yeah, I was just, what's going on here, City? <laughs> this, is a, this is a five. I think point if category. I think what they said, if there's a tie for the last spot, they oh, get okay. They hmm. get right. five. I'd vote Tap and Mallet on this one. Yeah, I'm going to go Tap and Mallet as well. Yeah. Like Three Heads is great. Great environment, but, great I mean, variety. Three Heads, to me, belongs in the brewery list. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Old Toad, I I think it's very different. I think they have a, a very interesting beer selection, though. Um, and a good cask selection, too, if that's your thing. They do, which is kind of unique. And McGregor's is cool, but it's out of the way for me because they shut down the one in the city. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't find myself out there very often. But they, they also always have a good selection. But I, I think I'm going to have to go with Tap and Mallet. Yeah, and if you're if you're a beer nerd, Tap and Mallet's probably heads and above the other places. Although Tap and Mallet has good eats too, they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, what? I'll give Stoneyard their due. Um, if you like the environment of the place, their selection is strong, and they bring in a lot of good stuff. Um, it's just not my kind of environment. Tap and Mallet's more my kind of place, mm-hmm. so I'll put them on my list. Yeah, first. plus one for the food, the Tap and Mallet too. I enjoy it. Uh, best bar for wine. Um, we've got Apogee, Flight, Solera, and Via Girasol, which I don't know what that is. Yeah, I think I it might be in Pittsburgh, in like okay. Show and Place. Oh, oh, that's the Show and Place part. I yes. think so. I always forget the name. <laughs> I've been there before. Um, and one of my wife's old coworkers is the sommelier there. Um, and I hope he doesn't hear me <laughs> say that I forgot the name of his wine bar. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, um, I'm just gonna save myself on that one and go with go with that one. Yeah, um, you know I'm gonna go Apogee. We I've been uh, going there recently, and um, I was really impressed with the selection. I think uh, the service is really nice as well. And if you want to nerd out, I was able to nerd out and get taught some things, which yeah. I really they appreciate. always have an interesting selection. I mean, I don't think you can go wrong with any of the places on this list. I, I think those are pretty solid. I feel lame because my pick for a wine bar is always my house. I just like to drink a nice bottle of wine at home. I don't usually feel a strong urge to go to uh, a wine you're bar. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm, I'm about <laughs> the same place. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're but, not wrong, but I, I think these places are also right. Yeah. we And I, I've been doing it more just because I like, sometimes I like that sommelier touch mm-hmm. um, where they're, they can give me more information. And as a, again, a burgeoning mm-hmm. wine nerd snob, I, I, like getting new information and it's hard to do just tasting yourself sometimes, yeah. at least for yeah. me. Yeah. Via Girasol is, it, I probably butchered that name, 
but it's, it's a little bit off the beaten path if you would consider showing place off the beaten path, but it's not in the city like the rest of them. Um, I, I'd highly recommend people get down there. It, it's a great wine bar. They have a really good um, cheese selection along with their wine, um, and they, they have a very good glass selection. Like I think there's 12-plus flights wow. alone that they offer. That's um, impressive. And Mike, the sommelier down there, is, is great. I'll have so. to check it out. You Very should? cool. Um, best bar for craft cocktails. Oh, what have we got here? Good luck. Uh, not on the list. <gasps> uh, I, I think the list might need some editing. Uh, although <laughs> they're all they're all good places. I mean, you've got Cheshire, you've got the Refresher, uh, you've got Knox, and you got the Revelry. Um, I have opinions about this. You know, I I do too. Um, I, I think my choice on there is the Revelry for the places yep. that are on the list. Um, I think you're you're missing Cure on the list, which absolutely is kind of kind of a pretty big miss. And Donnie is a pioneer of cocktails in Rochester, and yeah. he's not on the list. Um, and Good Luck obviously is they were kind of the trendsetter yeah. for the whole movement here. Um, you know, and, and again, you're not going bad at any of these places. I think the Refresher does a lot of great stuff. Cheshire hits a lot of the classics right on the nose. Mm-hmm. And Knox, they're really trying a lot of different stuff. And their selection of spirits is pretty strong. Yeah, you're not going to find a lot of classic cocktails at Knox. You're going to find no. interesting cocktails, though. That's for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Um, any thoughts there, Hamlin? Yeah, I'm on board with that. I like the uh, literary nerdery of Knox, for sure. And yeah. um, Cheshire is a good one, too. Cozy yeah. atmosphere and all that. I've yeah. never had a bad cocktail at Revelry. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Pat. I'm gonna go with uh, so Pat and note. the crew over at the Rev. Um, you know, they're still killing it, even mm-hmm. with uh, their uh, with Zach moving over to Bitter Honey. Zach McKeaton moving over to Bitter Honey. They're still doing a really good job over at uh, the Rev. Um, best neighborhood bar. I'm not gonna have a lot of strong opinions in this one. Uh, Jack Ryan's, Joey's, Lux, and Marshall Street. I, mean, I, I walk by Jack Ryan's all the time because it's in my neighborhood, and I can't believe that it's a real place that people go. Apparently, I need to go there. <laughs> <laughs> like it looks like such a hole in the wall dive, but it's always hopping, yeah. and it's on lists, and it's in city. And I guess I'm missing out. Coming from Buffalo, most bars are towny bars, almost all of them, um, until recently, apparently. Yeah. Um. So you know the the towny homey divey bar has a you know has a place in my heart. Um, but I, with, as far as this list goes, I'm going to have to go with um, Lux, I think. Yeah, I think it's a good choice, although I don't have a lot of strong feelings about that. Marshall Street and Skylark are great, too. You can't go wrong with many of these. Yeah, absolutely. Skylark is another great place. Yeah. Meatballs. Yeah, because the best happy hour is the next one. I don't know the happy hours at Acme, Lux, Marshall, or Skylark. I can't speak to uh, that. I'm going to say Lux because I've never had a bar give me free pizza before. <laughs> That's a good happy that's, hour. That's a great happy hour. That's hard to beat. Um, let's see. Best place to take a date I kind of find interesting. Cobbs Hill Park, Little Theater, Lux, and Good Luck. Those are all very different choices. I mean, I'm married, but <laughs> if I wasn't, I probably wouldn't take a date to Lux. Unless, like, not a first date. I Say did that, that once. Not a first date. I did that once. Um, Did you guys sit on the penis chair? I, if I knew it was there, I might have. <laughs> um, but no, no, I didn't know that it was there. Um, no, I, I think it's an interesting list. Um, they're all good choices. Uh, Cobbs Hills, obviously, very nice walking around during the around the reservoir. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Good Luck's an amazing date I, I restaurant. Good Luck is the solid date choice on here. It's, it's a nice a, walk at Cobb's Hill and then dinner at Good Luck. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Perfect. I, these places aren't mutually exclusive, right? No. And mm-hmm. then, you've, then you've got... If, and then if, you stumble to Lux. <laughs> if things get edgy. stumble. <laughs> right, if things you get edgy, you're going to Lux. Uber sure. to Lux. <laughs> there you go. Um, best place to meet singles? I think we all have We're to all bow married. out of that yeah, category. Um, best bartender? Um... Kelly Christensen B side. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's I don't in know Fairport. Either. Is it okay? Mm-hmm. I haven't heard okay. of it. We'll Newish, have to get out there. I think. They're um, an event space too. Yeah, um, Matthew Pulowski from the Refresher, Sim Sergeant from Lux. I don't know them, Mm-mm. and Donnie Clutterbuck from Cure. I think that's a yeah. Kind it's got to go to Donnie for me. I would add a shout out right in for Jim Lake at Joe Bean because he does a great oh, job absolutely. curating the beer menu he and does. is awesome to talk to. That's that's a that's a great. Uh, great comment, and hey, Jim's my man. He's he's a great person. Hey, Jim, and good job. He's killing it. Um, and their beer and wine is really good, and they do a great job uh, finding interesting stuff. And if you're a nerd like me, it's kind of turns you into yeah, your not, not only is Donnie one of the best in Rochester, we're also he's also hometown Buffalo. So I, I remember when Donnie was slinging blue lights at Faraday's. Did you go there when he was there? Oh, absolutely. Oh, see, that's all oh, that's oh, interesting. Yeah. It was it was a very typical dive bar that you just went to. Um I, I really enjoyed it. As far as much as you enjoy dive bars. You know, I, I can't even picture him working there. Like it's with how much <laughs> he's into everything. He just bought a um centrifuge to use at home to test out yeah, for he, clarifying. He went all in on the cocktail thing. Yeah, he's, I mean, super dedicated. I just can't imagine him <laughs> slinging beers and shots, you know? Yeah, he's um, come a long way. Everyone has to start somewhere. Yeah. Um, so that that was the city newspaper best of stuff. Um, Vote for DJ Alicon. There you go. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, anything else interesting that we need to talk about? I, I think we covered at least food yeah, and drink pretty well. Cover food and drink. We covered pumpkin spice beer. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Let's throw out some plugs and let's. Get the hell out of here. So, Emily, why don't you throw out your plugs? I'd say give iHeartRock a follow on Instagram for a different perspective on Rochester every week, and you can read a fresh interview, too, with each takeover. And uh, lots of really interesting people on that list. Uh, you just finished 100 interviews. Susan B. Anthony was our 100th interview, so we're rolling out some interesting stuff all <laughs> the time. great choice. <laughs> um, she had a lot to say. I'm sure she did. Very insightful woman. <laughs> um, Brandon? Yeah, if you want to check out more of what Chris and I are doing, check out Frankly on Facebook, Instagram, and frankly.com. If you want to make better decisions about where you're eating. And that's P-H-R-A-N-K-L-Y. And that's, uh, and now it's uh, P-H-R-A-N-K dot L-P. I still do the L-Y, but it's frankly P-H-R-A-N-K-L-Y dot com. It is. Frankly dot com. And we're on uh, Instagram, uh, Instagram as well. Yeah. So Check we're putting out. out some interesting places all the time. And otherwise, you can catch me, Food About Town, on Facebook, at Stromy, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for listening. And make sure to go out and vote for the best of Rochester in the city newspaper. Um, I don't really care what you vote for other than Food About Town for best podcast. But make sure you get your favorites out there. A lot of places really appreciate the support. And um, just go out and enjoy the best of what Rochester has to offer. Woo! If go Rochester. <laughs> yeah, go Rochester. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys.